888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie. This is Leslie the Freebie Guy from thefreebieguy.net and I am so excited for this interview today. I get to talk with a friend of mine, Mitch Wilson, from over at sportschatplace.com. He's one of the most passionate internet marketers that I know and he speaks nothing about internet marketing. He talks all about sports. And he's been able to build his blog into a very, very successful business. So today we're going to talk about how he got started, what are the steps that he took, and how he was able to build his website into a massive online business. We're going to talk about the importance of content and how that can help you to grow your online business. So Mitch, thank you so much for joining me on this interview today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm real excited to be here. Awesome. So, Mitch, if, for anyone listening that don't doesn't know Mitch, uh, he is from SportsChatPlace.com, and um, you know, let's start with you just telling me a little bit about who you are and kind of how you got into what you're doing right now in terms of internet marketing and what you're doing at SportsChatPlace. Okay. Um, e- easy enough. Um, I'm just a regular guy, like most of the people that are listening to this interview, or you know, visiting the website, or or uh, you know, use the internet on a daily basis. I was just a, a person that used the internet. I, you know, I I always followed sports. I always really liked sports, and I I, wrote, I used to write a little uh, like joke newsletter that I sent out to a couple of friends every year during football season. I would send it out once a week. Um, a couple of the guys would forward it to friends of theirs, and uh, one day someone told me I should start a, a, a blog. Um, and a few years later, I typed into Google, how do I start a blog? And, uh, you know, to, to make a, a long story really short, and, you know, we'll probably get more into detail as, as we go, um, that, that I, I started my first website. And uh, a few years after that, it's my full-time job. And uh, I just love it. Okay. Now, what were you doing before that? I was working at a hedge fund. Okay. Uh, as how, an analyst. How long had you been doing that? I'd been doing it uh, most of my life since uh, since college. I'd worked on Wall Street um, as a trader, and I worked at uh, various investment firms in uh, de- various different um, you know different positions. And uh, at you know my last uh, full time job that I had when uh, I was working for other people was uh, you know as an analyst at a, at a hedge fund okay. here in Chicago. Okay. And, and, okay, so your friends told you you should look into starting a blog, and you you think it's a good idea. You do a search online, and and then how how did it all evolve from there? Well, you know, one one day it was it was really a couple of years later after somebody made that suggestion to me that I finally did it. Um, you know, something happened at work that day. It wasn't you know anything that was earth shattering. It wasn't going to be like the end of my career at that place or anything of that nature. It was just basically a bad day. I used to walk to work and uh, walk home, and I was on my way home. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do? You know, I got to find something else to do. And I was like, well, I'm I'm too old to become a rock star. Maybe I'll start <laughs> the blog thing that uh, that those guys were talking about. And uh, I ty- I went home. I, I typed into Google, uh, 
how do I start a blog? And, uh, you know, I, I, I just went in there. I went in, I, uh, I found an article that was written by, you know, some internet marketer. I couldn't even tell you the name of them. They kind of walked me through the steps about how to get a, a domain name, uh-huh. how, to get, how to get a host, and uh, how to get started with using WordPress, uh, you know, pretty easily. And uh, I, I was able to do all of those things myself, probably for less than $20. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I read around the Internet as I was, you know, starting up the blog. And what people said was just make sure you do an article a day. So uh, straight away, uh, you know, my first three days, I wrote three articles. Okay. Uh, and, and when was this? This was in the summer of 2008. I started July 1st, 2008 was the day I typed into Google, how do I start a blog? Okay, so it's about two and a half years now. And uh, since then, <laughs> uh, I mean, just by looking at what you're doing now, a lot has changed. But let's, let's talk about the beginning stages. You said that um, you started with uh, trying to do an article a day. How successful were you with that? And what, what were the results you saw of doing that? Well, I think it was, I, I think I had not too much success. I think that, you know, it was like any new uh, blog out there. You know, I didn't know anything at the time, but what I did is I just started writing. And, uh, you know, Google doesn't find you right away, and people don't find you right away, and you don't get a lot of traffic right away. It's just not the nature of the beast. But at the time, I wasn't really looking at it like a, a business. I wasn't really looking at it like a career move. I wasn't looking at it like an income stream. I was looking at it as a place where I was going to write my uh, newsletter that I used to email to people. I was going to write something similar and I was going to do it on the internet where people could just come and access it at their convenience instead of me sending it to them in their email. And that really was the point of it at that time. Now, once I started doing it though, and once I was writing those article a day and you know, it was no longer just three days, once it was a month later, and I realized that maybe only three or four people a month um, were coming to visit my, my blog. <laughs> um, I thought maybe it would be nice if uh, I could figure out a way to maybe market these um, articles and at least let other people know what I was doing because uh, maybe this writing um, will leverage itself into other opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, like I said, I'd never thought of my blog as a business, but I was thinking maybe, uh, maybe I'll get discovered or something, you know, by somebody. Okay. And what was the topic of your blog at that point? Because I know it's gone through a few changes. Yeah, it was called the College Football Place, Mm -hmm. and uh, the URL was cfbplace.com. And uh, actually, originally, my blog was uh, Miami Mitch's Place. Okay. My first was my first blog. And then, um, actually, it wasn't, it wasn't until several months later I became the college football place, and we could talk about that, because I think that that's, uh, that was something, that was an important change that happened at that point, and uh, when I re- it, was, it was something that, uh, that really was a game changer for me. I started the blog in, um, you know, like I said, July 1st of 2008, but by, um, I'd say maybe mid-August, is when I really was concerned that I really wanted people to find it and read it. And that's when I started looking at different ways and, and how exactly that works, because I didn't know anything at all. So um, I, the first thing I want to do is get a more professional-looking blog, and I knew that I wasn't the person to create that. 
So I decided to take and invest money in myself and in my blog. And um, I had uh, I had somebody um, build me a, a new one. They didn't build it from scratch. It wasn't a custom job. It wasn't anything like that. I picked out a uh, premium template and I hired someone to modify to make modifications for it to it and to personalize it for me. Okay. Now you said that okay. First it was Miami Mitch's place, and then you you changed it to College Football Place, and that was a significant change for you. What what brought about that change, and why was it so significant in your opinion? In my opinion, it was really significant because I know that personalization and you know on a blog is really important. I know that you know who it's from is almost as important as um as as what as what is being said, but. I didn't want um, people to think that my blog was just about Miami football. I didn't want people to think the blog was all about me. I didn't want people to think it was just about uh, Miami in general. I wanted people to know that it was about all about college football. So I thought by changing the name from, from Miami Mitch's place to the college football place almost was just a, a marketing tool within itself. It let people clearly know what my blog was going to be about. All right, that that makes sense. So there's no ambiguity in terms of what they're there for. There's a, a common theme, even in the URL. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, there's no guesswork involved. It's Miami Mitch's place, and my tagline was getting real about college football. But this time, they didn't even need to get to that tagline. Um, it was already the college football place. This was a blog about college football. Okay. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah, that you gotta keep that makes it simple. Sense. Not everybody, not everybody is, um, you know, not not everybody out there on the internet went to Harvard, and uh, you know, yeah, I, some people are like me; they just have a tough time figuring things out. You know? <laughs> so they, uh, you, the more straightforward you keep it, the more the bigger your audience is going to be. I got you. Okay, so um, now when it comes to tech stuff. How tech-savvy would you consider yourself, I mean, at least from when you were starting uh, this blog? I would say I'm a little bit ahead of where I was then. At least I have an understanding of some of the tech stuff now. As far as doing the tech work, I don't do any of the tech work myself. I can post a banner that has code um, you know, associated with it. I can do things of that nature. I can post articles. I can move some things around. But any kind of redesign or heavy tech work or uh, things that even potentially could cause a problem, I don't touch. I pay somebody to do that for me. Okay. All right. Now, uh, let's start uh, moving forward to where you started seeing that, whoa, this thing is growing. What was that experience like and what were the things that showed you that it was growing? Just walk us through that experience. Well, um, as I started writing, you know, those articles and, you know, after time started passing by, I did notice that at least a few people were stumbling upon my blog. And when I mean a few, I mean less than 20 a day were, okay. were coming to my site. But what I did is I signed up for a course and that was Blog Mastermind. And um, when I signed up for that, it at least gave me some direction. It certainly... I, I would never say that a course did the work for me. Yeah. I'm not going to say that a course gave me all the, the answers on how to get traffic and, and, or anything like that. What it did is it gave me some direction because instead of me having to hunt around the Internet at a, couple, at a bunch of methods that might work, that might not work, um, what I did is I found a game plan of stuff that had worked for other people 
And there was a variety of methods include, included in there. There wasn't one that said, this is what you do and this is what's definitely going to work. Here's a lot of different methods. Try some of these and see which ones are working for you and try and leverage those into, into a steady stream of traffic from those sources and then try and branch out into some of the other ideas and see how many of these things work and uh, continue to stick with those. And that was really something that was pretty big for me because – what I found is that a lot of those things did work for uh, getting traffic, but um, what I also found is um, when I did get my first big dose of traffic, it was really before I had any kind of meaningful content on the site, and without any kind of meaningful content, I wasn't able to m maintain my audience. I was only able to bring it in as a one-time event, and what I learned from that was that you can, you can, anybody can go out and get traffic. You can get lucky. You can get on the front page of Dig. You could have somebody, a major blogger, link to one article that you wrote and, and get you, you know, 50,000 50, hits in a day, possibly. But um, maintaining that traffic and having people bookmark your site and come back there on a daily basis, that's a whole other ballgame. And uh, what I learned from that and watching my traffic, you know, go away from me was that I had to create something bigger and better than what other people and to give them a reason to want to come back each and every day and stay there once they did come back. So, so basically what you're saying is that one of the most important aspects of what you're doing and what anyone is doing in, in terms of starting a blog, growing a blog, and having it being successful is having good quality content. And lots of it. Okay, good. I, I think that we hear from a lot of people saying, well, my content has to be really, really good and all of it has to be, you know, just perfect and everything like that. I have to say that I don't necessarily agree with the masses on that one. And I'm going to say that a lot of content is good as long as it's original content, even if it's not um, what, what, what is considered um, your best work. Okay. Um, not everything that hits your site has to be your best work. And what you consider your best work and what other people consider your best work might very well be two different things. So I would say that getting a lot out there and, and having something populate your blog and having something to say is just as important as having something uh, really good to say. And I think in a lot of cases, especially for a newer site, it's more important. And I know that's probably against uh, what most people say, what a lot of people say. Um, you know, I know a lot of people say stuff about typos and things like that. I have tons of typos on my site. I don't have an editor. I'm not that good of a proofreader. But um, it does not deter people from coming to my site, and it definitely doesn't deter them from spending money at my site. So what do you think is the key thing in terms of getting people to stick at your site uh, um it's not the as you say every everything that you put out there isn't this editorial isn't editorial perfection or anything um, but what do you think is that element that keeps people coming back day after day i because i have a membership site now and um be, because you know my site is big enough that i have enough people um outside of the membership site um, you know, that come to my site and I've, I've had enough problems with my site over the years and I've had enough uh, problems with the membership site recently, whether it be from somebody, you know, like my welcome email, which has their password information. 
might end up in their spam folder. So they might think that they never even got it from me. So they're wondering how to get on the site. And they'll email me their phone number to call them, and I'll call them. And every time I get in touch with, I'm able to get in touch with someone that reads my site, and it's a tiny, tiny fraction of the total number of visitors that I get. Um, they all say the same thing because I ask them, "Why do you, you know, what got you to my site? Why do you come back? What do you like about it?" And they all say the same thing. Every time I come back, there's always something new there. There's always something new, and uh, that's what I we we try and I try and update the site constantly as much as I possibly can every day there's always new content on some days there's a lot of new content and on some days there's content new content almost around the clock and um, I think providing that new content providing something at least in my case um, that's current um, it works for me for a lot of people they you know their topic doesn't lend themselves to current um, so they're not going to get the uh, massive amounts of traffic like like I get um, for every article. But what they'll do is their articles will have a lot better shelf life than mine. Like we might have 60 articles on my site today, but tomorrow none of those articles are worth anything. I see. Each one of them is a river of traffic unto itself because it's a current event. Tomorrow it's not a current event anymore. It's something that's over. It's like writing about um, you know a, a preview for something that's going to happen, and then the event once the event's happened, who cares what, about the preview? The event itself is over. Gotcha. So you, you in other words, you have to continue um, pumping out new content on a daily basis to keep people coming back to the site. That's correct. Now I could have taken another tack to my site and could have gone with a, a, a site that does recaps. I could have done, gone with a site that wrote about different angles that I wouldn't need to uh, update as regularly. But what I found is that those topics were never as hot as these topics are. And, um, you know, I, for me, I, I can't see myself. I'm not the type of person that, this, that is going to work a two-hour work week or anything like that, nor would I want to. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I don't think my topic uh, of my site lends itself to that. And not, and not only that, you're passionate about your topic. This is something that you truly enjoy doing. So it's not as if what you're doing is necessarily work. I mean, it is work, yes, but it's something that you're having fun with. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, if, you could, if you could ask, I think, you know, 50% of the men in the United States or uh, maybe even in the world today, if they could trade in their job that they have, to uh, watch sports all day, I think they would do it. And uh, to make, you know, two to three times, maybe even more um, than what they used to make at their day job. Um, I, I, think mo I think most guys would do it. So I, I do love it. It is, I will, I will say this much, it is a job, though. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, with that, some days are going to be better than others, you know. And there's some days where you just, uh, you know, you feel like taking a break and uh, you can't. I hear you. Okay, now, there's something you mentioned about, you know, the fact that you, you took the blog mastermind training course, and that's the same course that I took, and I feel as if that's made a big difference for me, and that's where I met you. Um, in terms of the value of taking a course versus, you know, trying to figure out, figure everything out on your own, um, how, how much would you say it is necessary to get into a course like that? I would say it's um, 
I would say that unless you're very, very patient, unless you have a very, very big budget, or you're willing to um, you know, pay for the same thing several times over as far as tech work and um, you know, if, if you have a lot of time to waste, then um, taking a course, it, it's, it, it makes the, the biggest difference in the world because it takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. And like yeah. I said, not everything that they teach you in the course is going to work for you. Not everything that they teach you in the course is going to be relevant for you, but you'll find things in there that will be. So you can concentrate on things that you know are going to work instead of reading about things and trying to hop from website to website about the latest, greatest thing that may work for you. It might not work for you. Um, and, and that trial and error. Well, there's always going to be some trial and error. This gives you a a a, a finite n number of things to work on, you know, over um, a reasonable period of time to, to try those different things. And then you can see if those are going to work or not. If you're just on your, if you're just doing it on your own, at least when I was, I was just guessing and I was just hopping from thing to thing to thing. And um, I really, I really never got anywhere. Um, what the courses generally do is they put, they put the, um, the things in a logical order. Like you wouldn't want to monetize your site. You wouldn't want to try and monetize your site before you had any visitors. You wouldn't want to try and sell your product or a product before you had visitors because who are you, who are you selling your product to? If you don't have visitors, you're not selling it to anybody. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> you need, you know, it, it, it's as, as um, you know, as common sense as something like that sounds, it's very, very hard to uh, put that in your mind when you're when you're just a beginning blogger. It, it really is. And I, I I work with a lot of uh, beginning bloggers now. I don't do it as a, a money thing. I don't do it for a living. I'm not offering it out as, as help for everybody <laughs> out there. But like this interview here, I do stuff with uh, you know over at over at Entrepreneur's Journey. I do stuff at you know I'm active in the in the forums in uh, some of the blogging forums. Um, and I have to say that. Uh, you know, it, it's just a really hard concept for people to get because they start their blog and they think that all of a sudden, and really, I know this wasn't the question, but I think that a lot of people, they think that when, that by starting a blog, that they're going to be rich tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. And I, I agree with everything that you just said. That's something that um, I am passionate about because, you know, it's it's a nice idea to you know you, we can look at what you're doing and we can look at what a lot of people are doing and see that they're making all this money and it's hard to it's easy to delude yourself that you can just jump into it and you'll be as successful in a short period of time but it does take a significant amount of work so I'm glad you you pointed that out now let's let's talk about traffic because that's probably one of the most impressive things to me in terms of your story and the level of traffic you have been able to achieve with what you're doing at your website. So can you talk a little bit about what you have done in order to drive traffic to your website and what levels of traffic you have been seeing as a result of that? Absolutely. Um, as far as the levels of traffic that I see right now, I do about 400,000 a month. Um, visitors over a million page views on a monthly basis. Um, it's it's floors me, you know, just to think about it. And the the crazy thing about that is those numbers are growing uh, each and every month. Even uh, right now is my slower time, uh -huh. but my traffic is still increasing. And it's because um, it's just 
it's become the site has become so big that even though we're out of the busier sports season of the year, which is football, and we're into uh, basketball and college basketball and hockey, and those three combined don't do what football does, my traffic is still increasing because of the total number of, you know, it's just, it's a numbers thing. So it's like, you can only imagine that, I can only imagine that next year by football, I'll probably be doing twice what I'm doing now, which is, it's just crazy um, to even think that. But um, yeah, the, the, the way that I get traffic is, uh, it's 100% through content. And uh, um, I, I do, I am a, a member of Facebook. I think I have less than 65 people in my Facebook group. Um, I am on Twitter. I have less than 5,000 followers, um, at least at this point, I probably will have more, uh, you know, I'll probably go over 5,000, I'm somewhere around 5,000 now, and um, I really don't depend on that for traffic, I don't get a lot of traffic from there, I say that for every 10 minutes um, that, I, that I spend on Twitter and Facebook, I spend probably um, 50 to 60 hours creating content on my site. And uh, I do believe that if you create content, if you create quality content, and you create a lot of content, then um, you're going to get visitors. And uh, people are going to read some of the content on your site because you have all these different topics covered. You have all this different content out there. They're going to read one piece of your content, and they're going to say, this is pretty good. What else does this guy have to say? Or what else does this woman have to say? What else does this person have to say? Um, what else does this site have to say? Hey, that's cool. They also have this. Hey, that, that's cool. They also have this. Next thing you know, they bookmark you. And bookmark traffic is the most important traffic of all traffic. That's returning traffic, and that's guaranteed traffic. If someone has you bookmarked, more than likely they're going to visit you often. Okay, so initially then, the traffic that you receive, the first time someone visits your site, uh, you're saying that that's usually via the search engines, finding some of your blog posts or your articles or, any, or something of that sort? I would say that it is. Um, I would say that that almost all of my almost all of my traffic these days comes directly through the search engines, and um, they they I have enough content that um, they catch through the and I don't rank for any specific keywords. I don't buy links or I don't go out and and do a lot of linking. I don't exchange links anymore. I do have a link page, but I don't um, I don't actively exchange links. Um, or do anything like that. Um, it's just uh, you, when you create a lot of content, people find you because they're you. Eventually, you have written about what they're looking for. So <laughs> if people are looking for your content, and then if you're if the rest of your content is along that same subject matter as to what the content that they found you on, then they're going to find that other content too, and then they're going to bookmark you. So I know that every day, at least three or four thousand people are going to are going to visit my site through a bookmark that they've bookmarked themselves. So I know every day it, I'm going to have at least 4,000, 3,000 to 4,000 visitors. And then on top of that, anyone that finds me through the search engines or um, through other methods. Like when I look at my stats and my analytics, I see people that, you know, they might not have me bookmarked, but the Google search that they found me on is sportschatplace.com. Yeah, yeah. So... Okay, and, and you know, that's an interesting perspective, and it obviously works because it's working for you. And if you think about it, if you have 10 articles on your blog, and let's say they're all getting 10 hits a day from the search engines, okay, so you're getting 100 hits a day, but if you have 1,000 articles on your blog that's getting 10 hits a day from the search engine, 
that's 10,000. So it's, it's really uh, just a numbers game. The more content you have there, the greater the likelihood that someone is going to stumble onto your content. And then the more content you have on your site, the more likely people are going to um, be to look around and see what all you have and find good things that are relevant to what they're interested in. So that's a, that's a very interesting perspective. And I'm glad uh, we were able to talk about that a little bit. That's it. That's it. That's pretty much exactly. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head right there. That um, it's less of a um, having people find me for a generic term in Google. It's more them getting to my site by finding a specific topic that they're looking about, and it's got to be real specific because I'm not going to rank for the for the broad keywords. I'm only going to rank for the long tail uh, phrases, and. By them finding me there and then staying and uh, and looking around the site, that's how my page view numbers go go astronomical. But last year um, in 2010, oh, we did over 6,000 articles on my site. So when you just do wow. the math, like, like you just did, well, then you can see that those million, uh, you know, million visitors and you know millions and millions and millions of page views, you can see how it adds up and it adds up in a hurry. So if you have 10 new articles every day, and, and like Leslie just said, and you just have 10, 10 visitors that read nine of them, you're at 90 page views right there. That, that, that's, that's, that's awesome. I, that's a very interesting concept. Now, you said um, most of your traffic these days uh, are reliant on that, that factor in terms of just having mass, uh, a massive amount of articles. Is that, the, is that the way it's been all throughout your experience with what you're doing? Or has it been something else? Were you using blog commenting at all or article marketing or anything of that sort before? When I, when I first started, I, I did do a lot of blog commenting. I did... Um, I went. I went to various forums and posted. I um, I did some article marketing, and all of those things I found to be effective. Um, I would love to get back to doing a lot of those things, but just um, as the blog has become a business, I'm still just one person. Um, it 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 all it all happens. I can I can tell you this much: that is, it all happens very fast. And um, I never set my blog up to be a business. So a lot of the stuff that I have to do is backtracking. And then, um, you know, a lot of the other stuff is to accommodate because when you have a blog that has, um, you know, a thousand visitors a day or 500 unique visitors a day, your, um, your requirements are a lot less than if you have a blog that has 15,000 visitors a day. Um, it's just that's the technical nature of the beast. I don't understand a lot of it, but I do know that if you have um, if you have about a thousand people on your site at the same time and you don't have the right hosting uh, plan, your site will go down uh-huh. and oh, everyone yes. will get booted off. And there's no um, there's no guarantee all those people are going to come running back either. Yep, I've experienced that, and that's no fun. <laughs> no, it's it's I, I it's it's it. You know, even now when I get so much traffic and that happens, it still ha- happens to me. Yeah. Um, it still happens to me, you know, not, you know, usually not from me not having the right hosting plan, but just problems with the host, a tech problem where the site will go down. It doesn't happen that often, but it does happen. And when it does, it's just as painful as, you know, when I used to have, you know, 10, 15 visitors on the site and something would go wrong and I would lose them. You know, e- even now when I know 
you know, even if there's 200, 300 people on the site and the site goes down, it still hurts. Oh, definitely. It's very, mu- it's very much, it's, it just hurts me because I'm always like, well, what if that's the person's first time on the site? What if they're not, not going to come back? <laughs> you know, because I, 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 I have to say, and I, I, I teach this, to, I try and teach this to everybody that writes on my site, and not one, not one word is wasted uh, in any article that I write. Well, not everything is a work of art that I write. Um, not, not, not everything that, that we write is, um, you know, a work of art, but every word on every article is definitely there for a reason. And, um, you know, I, I think that finding a purpose, and I don't know if anybody teaches this out there or not, but there's definitely a, a, a way of writing for the Internet that is different. And um, I've seen ways that are more effective and, and ways that aren't as effective. And why well, I'm not going to teach the course right here in this interview. I have no plans on teaching a course in this. I have no plans on teaching a consulting business on this. Um, may, maybe I'll do some guesswork with, with other people. But let's just, I'll just give you guys a little clue. Um, no one ever Googles the word he, they, there, or them. <laughs> so in your sentences, always talk about what you're talking about, you know, who you're talking about, where you're talking about. Who they is. Don't say they. Say, you know, who they is. If you're talking about the Chicago Cubs, it's not they are a, a bad baseball team. It's the Chicago Cubs are a bad baseball team. Or the Cubs are a bad baseball team. Or Chicago is a bad baseball team. Or whatever. Gotcha. It doesn't matter if you've said it three times in the same paragraph. Say it again. Don't say they. You wasted a word. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, okay. Now... I want to move on to the monetization, but before I move on there, I mean, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying in terms of the amount of content you're producing, and I can imagine some of the listeners are listening to this and they're like, man, how in the world would I be able to produce that amount of content? Now, I know that you have some help in producing the content, and can you kind of give us an idea of how that process works, how you are able to get that help and what the benefits are for you and them and that type of stuff? Oh, for the writers? Yes. How, how did you go about um, getting writers and all that stuff? It was a really, it's really a very strange thing that happened at my site. And um, what happened was um, when I originally had that college football site, people asked me, what are you going to do at the end of college football? And I was like, I don't know. I just always thought that I was going to write about college football, and then next year I would I'd write about college football again. And in the offseason, I would write about college football. I'd find <laughs> some things to write about here and there. But what I found out is that you know I could write about other sports as well. So I started writing about um, other sports, and people just started emailing me saying, hey, can I, can I write on your site? Are you looking for writers on your site? And I'd be like, sure. You know, you can write on my site. Go ahead, but I need to um, I need to read your articles first if you have a sample or something. Yeah. And I think that because because of uh, maybe because of my videos, I was just approachable. And um, I really don't know how how it all really happened, but at some point, um, pe- people started writing on the site, and um, it's been something. Thing that is always, I I still get emails every week 
about people that want to write on my site. Wow. I'm still, um, I'm a little pickier than I used to be about who I let write on my, my site. Um, I'll be honest about that. I used to let anybody pretty much write on the site, but now that it is my, it is what I do for a living, I'm a lot pickier than I used to be, and not everybody gets to write on my site that wants to. Um, the people that write on my site, some are some are compensated, some are more on a um, some are more on a uh, profit sharing type thing. Okay, but um, it really depends on when you started writing, how much you write, and things like that. Now, obviously, as we're working into making more money, then you know we're going to adjust. What what I promise my writers and those who stick is that it's never going to be Mitch made you know billions of dollars and we didn't make anything. Yeah, I think they all trust me enough to know that that's not going to happen, and that's the most important thing. And I don't allow people to write on my site where money is their number one goal. Yeah, I w I much prefer to have writers on my site that say money isn't why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I love it. So. Don't even worry about the other part, you know. And while they all do, while they all get something, um, none of them are. Um, I think that if they all got nothing, they would be. They would uh, still do it. <laughs> yeah, they would still do it, and they'd still do exactly the same amount that they do now. That's awesome, and it's 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 cool to see that progression and how it's evolved from a kind of a one-man show to a place where there's a community of people that are contributing towards the growth of the site. That's just, that's just Absolutely. pretty neat. But it is, it is, I have to say at this point, and you know, maybe if we do this interview a year from now, we'll be at a different point, and I sure hope we are. It's a really tough thing because, like I said at the beginning, and um, I'll continue to say, I never started my site as a business. So there's not a lot of this stuff in place and a lot of it is trial and error is along the growing process because there's not a lot of examples out there for me to 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 latch on to of people who started sites grew that grew out of nothing into a uh, a money-making thing and then we brought writers on board um, you know ha, ha, what's fair yeah um, you know obviously you know someone that joins me writing tomorrow they would never be able to get the kind of traffic to their articles if they just started up a blog and posted that exact same article they posted on my site. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Um, now, uh, you know, then I have other guys who have been with me longer and, you know, have almost built out entire sections of the site themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, which basically they would have built out their own site. Would it have been as effective on its own? I don't know. Maybe for some of them, I think it would have been. For others, maybe not so. Then I have some guys that write, you know, eight to ten articles a week. I have some guys that write more than that. I have some guys that write just one article a week. Yeah. Very, very tough to figure out and put a handle on it. I can't. Um, I don't believe in paying people per page view or article reads. I don't think that that's fair either, especially in, in our topic, in our niche of sports. Some sports and some teams, they just lend themselves to, to more reads. Yeah. It doesn't mean the article is more valuable. It just means that those teams are more popular, yeah. and that yeah. sport is more popular. It, I don't want 100 articles all about the Dallas Cowboys game this week. There's no value in that. Yeah. So the guys that do some of the less uh, popular games and uh, topics, I think, they're, I, I think that – 
quantity is something that's that's quantity and consistency are, are as important. And of course, how long you, you you've been doing it, you know, and how much of a part of the growth you, you've been. I think that's important as well. Awesome, awesome stuff. Now let's let's change gears now and talk about monetization because I mean obviously it's doing well. You you've quit your job and you're now doing this full time. You've been able to employ a number of people or pay a number of people for dealing with the tech stuff. Uh, you you've hired some writers and so on. What has been your strategy for monetization? Um, I. I've tried everything. I do. Um, I tried the first thing that I tried was affiliate. I think a lot of people, um, you know, try that first because it's more accessible for most people. Yeah. Something that you really don't have to have any kind of numbers. Most affiliate programs will just let you in as long as your content isn't offensive on your site. Um, that's definitely one of the things I tried. But I think that my niche. It doesn't really lend itself too well to the affiliate marketing. There's certain parts of it that do, but you know, for the for the most part, it really doesn't. The other thing that I have, it's and it's because of my traffic numbers. I do CPM advertising. That's I get paid for every thousand impressions of an ad on my site, uh-huh. and uh, you know that that's that I have an agency that I handle that with. The agency gets um, gets a percentage of, of the income that's generated. They sell the ad space. They do all that work. They serve up the ads. They keep the stats. They very, very much earn their share of the money, though they produce, you know, no content at all, and they don't generate any traffic at all. But uh-huh. uh, believe me, they earn their money. You know, <laughs> yeah. they, they sell that space. They deal with the advertisers. They pitch them. They tell them, you know, why they're such a good fit for my site, and you know, all those things. And uh, you know, but that's one another way that I earn money. And then I also I have a membership uh, site as well and that's uh where people can join up get premium content for a monthly subscription price okay and and how long ago did you start the membership um site aspect of it that started at the end of august okay and uh, and uh, so if you were to say which which part of this is doing the best for you would you say it's the membership sites or the cpm affiliate marketing what's working best for what you are doing right now I'm going to say that the membership site has been far and away the best source of income, even though I've been doing it the shortest amount of time of those other methods. While I do have some very good months with affiliates, I've had some some very good months. And um, with the um, CPM advertising, I've had some pretty decent months, not anything near what uh, I've seen from other sources. Because obviously um, CPM, you know, without getting too into too much detail on it, there are ceilings pretty much that you can hit based upon your traffic numbers and uh, based upon you know, just what advertising sells for on the internet and you know no matter what kind of campaigns you're getting there really is you're never gonna I don't believe that you're ever gonna make um, what you can make in a membership site or you know with a really really strong affiliate program if you have a blog that uh, lends itself to something like that yeah I've seen make just you know ridiculous money in just a month with, mm-hmm. with affiliates. Uh, I know I, I know people have probably done millions um, in affiliates in, in just a month. Well, I don't think you could do that with advertising. I know that with a membership site, you probably could do that. It just takes a little bit more time. Uh, for me though, clearly my membership site is, is my uh, main source of income. 
I, ex- I expect and plan on it to be my number one source of income. I have an add-on product uh, coming out to my membership site program that's going to hopefully generate even more income. But um, my membership site, it's, uh, I, I, I honestly believe that it's a real value. And if it wasn't something that was my product, it'd be something that I would have no problem paying for the price that I'm charging. Gotcha. All right. Well, we're, we're coming up on about 45 minutes now. So I, I want to kind of close this together. But um, what would you recommend for someone that's just getting started and they want to start a blog and they want to um, reach a lot of people, be able to help a lot of people with what they're doing? Um, what what words of wisdom would you give them um, I'm, my name is Leslie, and I, I want to start a, a, a great blog. What would you recommend for me? I would say that, number one, treat it like you would treat any other hobby. If you're going to take up um, photography, you're going to have to buy a camera. Mm-hmm. If you're going to take up tennis, you're going to have to buy a tennis racket. If you're going to take up um, you know, motorcycle racing, you're going to have to buy a motorcycle. Don't say that you that you don't have any money to invest in your in your in your product because money that you don't invest in it and have other people work on for you is money that you're wasting because the amount of time that it's going to take you to do those same things is time that you could be spending on things that's going to make you money down the road stuff like tech work unless you're a tech person isn't going to make you any money um, building a template, things like that. I, I know uh, it's great, but I would never build my own tennis racket. I wouldn't think of building <laughs> my own camera. Um, even if uh, my blog was a hobby, you know, at that same time, I didn't even think about. Um, I didn't even think about building it myself. There are people out there for all types of budgets when it comes to blogging. There's so many people that build websites and so many different sources of finding people that build websites. There are people that will do it for next to nothing for some kind of exchange, you know, some kind of barter exchange, advertising or, uh, you know, to watermark on your videos or something that will do it for that. Um, there's also people that, you know, will, will do it for a, a lot of money. That's, that's, my, that's, that's number one out of the gate. Number two, um, don't go it alone. Um, invest in a course. Most of the courses don't require a lump payment. Um, most of them let you do it monthly. I, I know um, you know spending money up front isn't something that you you want to do, but um, I would say it, for me, at least, it gave me a chance. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't believe that I would be as successful as I am today without the course. Certainly not in this amount of time. I think that even um, you know Yaro, who who runs Blog Mastermind, who Leslie and I both took the course. Um, Yara will say to me on every time I tell him, thank you so much for making this happen for me. He always says, no, you made it happen. You know, so it's not the course isn't going to do it for you. You still have to do the work. But um, believe me, I I might have gotten to where I am and I might have done it in the same amount of time. Let's just say I would have probably pulled out a lot more (laughs) hair from my head, would have have, uh, thrown a lot more tennis balls against the wall and uh, (laughs) You know, maybe pounded my head on the desk a few times getting there because, uh, you know, I know that I was doing that before I joined, um, before I took a course. And and I would also say that don't concern yourself with making money out of the gate. 
Um, if you're going to make money, it's going to happen. If you um, if you listen to an interview that I did in my first few months when I first started getting a few thousand visitors to my site, um, making money was not something that I was interested in. It was not something that I ever planned on doing. It was not something that I was even on my radar. Um, it was something that just happened because I had concentrated so hard on getting people to read my read my stuff and to putting out stuff that people wanted to read that eventually with traffic you will make money and, and without I, traffic you will not make money it's and content is traffic when you write good content and lots of it you'll get traffic when you have traffic you'll make money it's not going to happen tomorrow it's not going to happen the day after you set up your blog it's not going to happen in three months more than likely it's it takes time and uh, stick with it. S just stick with it. And uh, you know, it's it's funny because I remember when you were in Blog Mastermind with me, and you were starting to see a massive amount of traffic, and we were trying to convince you, dude, come on, start trying to make some money with this thing and you you were very hesitant because it was almost as if it was a distraction for you to start focusing on the money when you had all this content to provide and you know it's something that i i look back on and you know i i i'm always talking about you know putting good value out there on my blog and worrying about the money afterwards and just looking back at what you've done, that's exactly the way you did it. You focused on the value, you focused on the content, and even though we tried to convince you, you you, you held off on it a little bit <laughs> longer than I would have, to be honest. Um, I, but but that that's awesome, man, and I'm glad to see that you are at the level that you're at. I am extremely proud of you, and um, I know you're going to do some awesome stuff. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just glad that uh, Leslie's been on the journey with me. It's been uh, you know Leslie and a few of the other people that were in my blog mastermind course that really have uh, you know kept me going through some of the some of the tougher times. Like I said, you know before, you know even when you're just watching, you know supposedly just watching sports for a living, some days are better than others. And uh, you know you, you hear what other people in your blog mastermind group or your, in your uh, you know in your group are doing. You see what other people that have been been at it. I know that uh, you know earlier on. I know Leslie had a tremendous amount of success. He monetized a little earlier than I did, a mm -hmm. lot earlier than I did. He made money more than, earlier than I did. But uh, you know, I, I, I certainly wasn't jealous uh, of his money. I was happy that he was able to do it. But what it did is it told me that uh, you know I could do it too because I I had the traffic. It's just and like Leslie said, it wasn't something that um, I never went out and 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 like solicited an agency to put CPM advertising on my site. They found me. They said, wow, here's a site that has a ton of content. Here's a site that gets a ton of traffic. We could really stuff some ads on these pages. And it's like, even my, uh, my agent now, you know, we talk on the phone maybe once a month, they call me, you know, we don't really talk about business much. He calls me, you know, just to see how everything's going, you know, what are you up to? You, you know, really, that's that's the extent of the conversation yeah. these days. And uh, you know, he he's, uh, he said to me a while ago, he's like, "Yeah, I know we ha we have five ads running on your pages." He's like, "You're one of the few sites that we do business with," and we're talking about a huge agency, you know, a really big one, um, through one of the top publishing companies in the world. Um, he said, 
on your site, we can get away with it because you have so much content. Yeah. He's like, you can't get, not everyone can have five ads, five CPM ads on a page. Three is pretty much usually pushing it for most people. He's like, that's how much content you have. And back then, I just had, I was just so happy that, that they even, you know, that the, I didn't have to do anything, yet I was monetizing, which yeah. I think was the way that I needed to do it because it was kind of like they stayed out of my way, I stayed out of their way, they just sent me a check. And it wasn't like I was out there, you know, scouring the internet on how I'm going to make a dollar here or a dollar there. It was kind of like, here's some money. It's not a lot of money, but here's a couple bucks. And, you know, we have faith in you. If you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to find you're gonna, this, this is going to be something. And uh, it was just nice, you know, it still is. That's awesome, man. Hey, keep up the good work. Thank you so much for joining me on this call. I know that uh, the listeners got a tremendous amount of value from it. It's definitely an inspiration. And like I said, I wish you all the best with what you're doing. And keep on keeping on, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And hopefully, um, you know, at some point I'll be able to come back and uh, do a follow-up and uh, talk about where I am now and hopefully some latest, greatest development that uh, you and I have both discovered. And uh, always uh, don't be afraid to take chances, everyone. Always better to be first than uh, – if you're trying to catch up with everybody else by the time you get there, they're already on to the next thing. So uh, don't be afraid to take a chance. So there you have it, my interview with Mitch. I hope you got a lot of value from that. Let me know what you think. Go ahead and leave a comment on the blog at thefreebieguy.net. Or, of course, you can call into the hotline and I'll play that number at the end for you you have any questions related to internet marketing, suggestions for things that you want to see on the episodes that are coming up in the future, go ahead and let me know. Call in and leave a message and I will get to that. If you have suggestions for people that you'd like to see me interview or listen to me interview, go ahead and let me know that also. So that's it for this episode. If you want to learn any more about how to do some of the things that Mitch has done, go ahead and check out the boot camp, the 7-Day Boot Camp at 7daybootcamp.net, where I take you from A to Z as to how to set up a blog, get started in internet marketing, and start making some money. So thanks for joining me, and you can enjoy the rest of the music.